0: With the latest news for Pembrokeshire, I'm Kim Thomas. Prime Minister Boris Johnson is due to address the nation on Sunday, May the 10th, and is set to unveil a roadmap to existing lockdown. The UK has been under strict lockdown measures since March the 23rd, and it's thought that the Prime Minister will promise the easing of measures during his speech. On Friday, First Minister Mark Drakeford announced that Wales will be staying under lockdown measures for another three weeks. The Prime Minister's address is set to be held at 7pm on Sunday evening, but is subject to change. Nine new cases of coronavirus have been confirmed in Pembrokeshire. Figures released by Public Health Wales confirmed on Saturday. The total number of new cases in the Hewilvar Health Board area was 10, with no new cases in Ceredigion and one new case in Carmarthenshire. This brings the total number of recorded cases in Pembrokeshire to 245, with a further 38 cases recorded in Ceredigion and 521 in Carmarthenshire. In Pembrokeshire, 19% of those tested for the virus have recorded a positive result. A massive A400M Atlas aircraft was seen over the Haverford West area during the week. The huge plane had made the journey from the RAF Bryce Norton in Oxfordshire and was out as part of a training exercise. RAF Prize Norton took to Facebook to say these are necessary routine flights and not connected with RAF support to the UK's fight against coronavirus. The Atlas has the capacity to carry a 37-tonne payload to civilian and military airfields. It can accommodate as many as 116 fully equipped troops as well as vehicles and helicopters. It's operated by two pilots and a weapons system operator. Residents in Narbuth have been warned to remain vigilant after reports of people stealing cars and breaking into houses. Tenby Neighbourhood Policing Team has warned residents to lock their cars and property after a series of break-ins. In the last few days we have seen a number of items being taken from properties and vehicles in Narbuth, they said. Please remember to lock cars and property. This includes sheds and outbuildings. A Kia Venga was reported by locals as stolen from the town on Saturday. It is suspected that the thieves broke into the owner's home in the early hours of Saturday morning. The car was reported as travelling to Camarthen and then back to Narbeth at 4.30am, but its whereabouts is presently unknown. Police said that the officers will be carrying out increased patrols in the Narbeth area in the light of these events. Pembrokeshire Road Policing Unit had a busy morning on Saturday, turning around and finding drivers travelling into the county for non-essential reasons. Along with colleagues from the dog handling team and neighbourhood policing teams, the unit is conducting stop-checks in several areas. At Penblouin Roundabout, the occupants of a car from the Ammonford area were stop-checked. They said they were travelling to Pembrokeshire to collect some paint, a round-trip in the region of 80 to 90 miles. They were issued non-fixed penalty notices for essential travel, and their vehicle was turned around. Also at Penblouin, a woman from Swansea, out for a spin to see her son in Pembroke, was stopped. She was reported for non-essential travel and told to go home. The driver of another car heading west into the county turned around at Pembluin upon seeing the RPU checkpoint. The car was subsequently stock-checked in Llandowi Velfrey on its way back east. The two occupants stated they had come from Flanetley for a spin. Both were reported for non-essential travel. And finally, posting on Twitter at GDP Tembi... Gareth Davis has snapped a photograph of a large neon NHS rainbow sign on a building at Temby's North Beach. Gareth says, For the world to see glowing lovingly in Temby, Pembrokeshire and Wales, and for all, in awe and gratitude for the work you have to do in strange days hard to comprehend. I'm Kim Thomas, and you're up to date with the news in Pembrokeshire on Pure West Radio.
1: Listen live at purewestradio.com. 24 hours a day. Pure West Radio.
2: COVID-19. Public advice. Hand dryers are not effective in killing COVID-19, nor is ultraviolet light. UV lamps should not be used to
3: sterilize hands or other areas of skin as ultraviolet radiation can cause skin irritation.
1: West Radio weather.
3: Thank you very much indeed to Kim Thomas and the news team So the weather for you on this Sunday afternoon is going to be a lovely warm day for the majority of it It's going to start cooling off a little bit later this evening As we have a little bit of cloud coming through Slight chance of drizzle here and there And also be getting uh, increasing in temperature Well increasing in wind Cutting down the temperatures to about a minimum of 2 degrees Celsius for tonight So keep an eye out for that It's going to be a little bit chilly for this evening
1: West Radio.
3: Alright, that there was right it from Regard and welcome back everyone to the Sunday Gaming Show. The time is just going past eight minutes past two here and it's great to be back once again just bring you all the news and nonsense of what's happening in the world of gaming. Now then, I mentioned at the uh, end of the last hour we're going to be discussing something a little bit more, I would say not so much heartfelt, but certainly one that I really want to push out to all you parents out there who are gamers or maybe not too familiar with game? Uh, actually, yeah, more for those who aren't familiar with games, whose kids really do enjoy. Because right now we are certainly in one of the most strange times of uh, certainly the last 100 years. We've got this whole lockdown with COVID-19 going on This uh, really thrown a lot of things out the window and it's also really affected uh, routines for kids as well. And we're going to be talking about a um, a parent who posted up something on Reddit Asking if they were in the wrong on AITA or Am I the A hole to see if uh, this was a what they did was correct. Now, what they did was very much not appropriate and very, very wrong. But I'll be talking about why as we go through it. So, first, we're going to hop into a little bit of Owl City with Fireflies, then I'll be back. We'll start discussing this and what happened and why this really did leave such a bitter aftertaste in many people's mouths. Ow, this- Fireflies from Owl City. So welcome back everyone to the Sunday Gaming Show. Now then, we're going to dive straight into this Reddit tale of a parent who punished their kids who played Minecraft in a way that really is something you should never, ever do. Ever, 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 ever. If uh, your kids are gamers, and especially if they're creative as well. Now this stems from, as I mentioned, a Reddit post where someone posted up the following. So I'll regale the tale to you. And uh, it's just so you can gauge your own opinions first, and then I'll discuss of certainly the opinion of uh, myself and many other people across the planet who are gamers and why this was such a very, very bad thing to do. So uh, this is, uh, it's basically ARTA, am I the, in the wrong, for deleting my son's Minecraft world. Immediately I can uh, feel there's quite a few people like this, that's not a good thing, but let's run through the whole tale here. I have two children, a nine-year-old son and a six-year-old daughter. My son had a Minecraft world where he built quite an impressive castle on an island, which he was very proud to show to me. Since school was cancelled, he has had issues with waking up on time. He is supposed to wake up at 7 each morning, but for the past month, he has been sleeping in until 9 or 10. I always set an alarm for him, but he sleeps right through it. I don't wake him up because waking himself is a skill that he needs to learn. I told him about two weeks ago that there are going to be consequences for him if he continues to sleep in every morning. At first, he understood and was waking up on time every morning. But for the past week or so, he has fallen back into old habits. I told him yesterday that this is his final warning. Today, he slept in until 11. So I followed through with my warning and went onto the computer and deleted his favourite Minecraft world. I also took away his computer privileges for the next month. When I told him, he started screaming and crying. He told me that he spent a whole year working on that world and he's very distraught that he's never going to see it again. He has been crying and sobbing throughout the day, and has refused to eat any of his meals. Am I in the wrong?" So let's get straight into this whole thing. Answer: Absolutely, you are well in the wrong. Because with this one, if to take away a Minecraft world that a kid has worked on nine years old, to remove something like that after a year of work, that is completely way off the edge. I mean, on this one, I expect the parent really didn't understand just the significance of that world to his child. You know, at age of nine as well, going through that time because a kid could be going through puberty, all the problems you know, their world's been thrown completely upside down when it comes to what's happened with COVID-19, that any kind of routine is very hard to reset and change. I mean, maybe with the sleep-in and all the rest, yes, maybe the kid was oversleeping a little bit too much, but when it comes into how to punish that, for all parents out there, you should never, ever, ever do anything like that. You can deny them access to the consoles, yes, you could maybe, uh, you know, take away the computer, things like that, but you never, ever take away something that has been destroyed. You never, you never take away something, you know, that they have built and they've created and you literally stamp it in front of them. You know, that is literally what's happened here. In other contexts, if this was, say, Uh, The kid did art, maybe, you know, always doing canvases and all the rest. Can you imagine going, as a parent, going into uh, the room where the, the kid has made this, proceed to destroy all the art supplies, cut up all the artworks and all the rest, and then proceed to leave and tell them that you've done that? That's just, it was so sickening reading that story, but this is something I feel that I need to tell all you people out there. For all those parents who aren't too familiar with games, this is something to never, ever do. This includes stuff in the future when it comes to save files and the rest. And I'll discuss a little bit more about why this is a little bit, you know, something really bad and possibly other solutions to look into after our next triple deck is special. Just give us a little bit of time to breathe. So we're going to hop into a little bit of music from Jane Weidlin with The Rush Hour. Then it's going to follow with Van Halen with Jump and then Boyfriend from Mabel all combined together. And I'll be back with you directly afterwards.
4: Mags Optics, Harford West are the proud sponsors of the Sunday Gaming Show on Pure West Radio.
1: Citizens Advice Pembrokeshire is still here for you. Advisors are working remotely, offering help and advice over the phone and via email. They provide free, independent and confidential advice for everyone. The COVID-19 crisis is a very stressful experience. They can help you through this worrying time. Call them on 01437 806070 between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. weekdays. Outside of these hours, you can leave a message on their answer phone and an advisor will return your call. Alternatively, visit www.pemscab.org for a full list of all the ways to contact them Zoo, barn, fairground, play. Pick your own adventure at Folly Farm.
4: How does it feel when you stop smoking? Brilliant, I've finally quit. I feel like I've got my life back. I was so proud of myself. I feel a lot richer. It feels good. I just feel fitter and healthier. I felt much happier. It's an amazing feeling when you stop smoking. With the help of NHS Smoke Free, you could experience that feeling for yourself. Our range of support tools, which includes face to face guidance from advisors, helps maximise your chances of success. Go online now and search for Smoke Free. Are you in need of a local friendly optician? Mags Optics have been providing quality service to the people of Pembrokeshire for over 20 years. Mags Optics are the proud sponsors of the Sunday gaming show on Pure West Radio.
1: ADA. For Pembrokeshire from Pembrokeshire I've
5: been looking for somebody, trying to kick it with somebody. I need a rude boy to tell me something sweet. Same time, got his hands up on my body. I wanna get hot when he taking low and low. Make me feel strong when I'm taking control. I've been looking for my shorty so come and get it if you got it all my girls round the world I know you know what I mean I get a little sexy when I'm lonely one thing on my mind I know what I need all my girls round the world hands up and sing you with me cause everything I got you know it's on me even though a man ain't something I need I want a boyfriend so put it on me I'm looking for a man who can take that heat want want a boyfriend my baby got a piece while he running that street Is he ride or die? I've been looking so long for a guy That turn me on oh, I want a boyfriend Yeah, yeah I want a boyfriend Yeah, I've been looking like that nigga i ain't looking for forever i had so much stress from my ex to the next one you better love me better i need a bad boy that don't bring me drama he ain't trying to run when they get the nana were you ready for the pleasure and don't you know it's now never Looking for a man who could take that heat Want a boyfriend, but not too sweet My baby got a bit tough while running that street Is he ride or die? I've been looking so long for a guy But tell me on I want a boyfriend, yeah, yeah I want a boyfriend, yeah I've been looking like I want a boyfriend, so put it on me I'm looking for a man who can take that heat I Want a boyfriend, but not too sweet My baby got a beast, I call in running that street Is he ride or die? I've been looking so long for a guy But turn me on, I want a boyfriend, yeah Yeah, I want a boyfriend, yeah I've been looking like this.
3: And we are back. That there was was regard at the very, very start. But we had a little bit of Mabel just then with Boyfriend. Then we had a bit of Van Halen with Jump. And at the very start, we had a little bit of Jane Weidlin with Rush Hour. So welcome back, everyone, to the Sunday Gaming Show. Now, we've been talking a little bit about this whole thing to do with uh, parenting on Minecraft and something that very, very sad happened, which made the rounds on uh, social medias and in gaming circles of uh, something a parent did to punish a child... Uh, who's a big Minecraft fan due to them not getting up properly, which was very much one of the worst decisions that parent could have ever done in terms of punishment that really did rock many gamers to the core of just, what on earth were you thinking? Because I want to discuss a little bit more just for those parents out there, because this is thing you know, as a gamer, the very idea of what this parent did, which was he uh, his kids showed him this Minecraft world that he had made uh, this young little nine-year-old lad, he was really proud, he had a castle on an island, and uh you know it was very much it was one of his proudest achievements and because uh the kid wasn't getting up properly in the mornings uh' cause, and all the rest uh, the parents decided to punish it by deleting that minecraft world now that is uh a very bad thing because that means it's no longer found and as the kid then said when he was completely distraught and screaming at the top of his lungs he had worked a whole year on that world it's a year of you know a whole year of gaming that is a lot of hours spent in a something proud and they've done and this parent decides to delete that which was very much the worst decision they could have ever ever done because for that poor child now will they ever ever show any hobbies to their parent again can they trust them you know at that point that is really left a massive market and when it comes to games in the future. This could really leave quite a nasty mark in terms of uh, future games. This could turn them off games in, in the future. You know, that could have completely ended their relationship to Minecraft because, you know, that's one of the worst things. Once thing you've worked on for ages has gone. You really don't find the desire to go back. And this thing I really want to discuss with um, parents now is just like, what could you have done differently? Uh, what could this parent have done differently on this particular one? Because this something like this, if you do have a child who is misbehaving a lot, removing a whole save or a world that something has built, something they've created, is never an option to do. Like I said, it would be the same as, you know, destroying or setting fire to something they made, you know, they handcrafted, you know, like maybe a painting or something, or if they had uh, one of their favourite, you know, one of their favourite things they built, you know, Lego sets. That's just not appropriate. It really is something you should never, ever do. Instead options for this when it comes to games who say uh, a kid is a real fan of a certain game what you do is you then take away the console and you don't have to actually take the console away itself what you do is you're take away the power cords because that is actually one of the most effective ways of doing it the console's still there as a reminder but you literally uh, you take away the power cord on the back or the controllers and you hide those because you know much easier to hide than a big console and to say right until this 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 is done This is what's going to happen. Or if they're very big into online gaming, you change the Wi Fi password and then proceed to say, until this is done, we will not give you the password uh, for this. You know, there are other ways of doing it, which involves non destructive means of, you know, punishing the child because. Even then, uh, for that as well, the child may have been in the wrong, but of course this is a very difficult time during coronavirus because naturally there is no school, so a lot of routines have been thrown completely out of kilter. The kids have to cope with this, but it just completely stunned me what this parent did. He was just like, what on earth? I think. And I think, as well as it, the, the parent wasn't too aware of some of the stuff again. Because I said, for me as a creative gamer, I do my screenshots, I design uh, maps in Halo's Forge. You know, I've done so many things in uh, games like Forza Horizon with my screenshot art, with developing cars, doing liveries. If all that was deleted, I would be horribly distraught. That is, you know, hours and hours and hours of stuff. Something you are proud to say I have made. that and creative, and then to have that takeaway, away. That is just. Really, really much ash is just known. Something you should never, ever do. So I really want to bring that forward. Just to uh, keep in mind for parents as well in the future, if ever you have compunctions or something like that, don't do it. Literally just take away the console, take away the power cords, keep the actual games perfectly safe. Because this stems a little bit more on something I saw many years ago of a, a parent who took uh, their sons, all their video games, left them in the in the garden. He had a, a, a ride on Moa. And he proceeds to mow over the games of the kid. And these are ones that the kid bought himself. So already that's yeah, kind of not a good thing to do considering the kid actually owned those and you've destroyed them yourself. You know, it's uh, it was really, really... It was a very sad thing to do. And I imagine the parent felt very good about it. But for all of us games, it just shocked us because a lot of stuff is saved on those discs. Those discs are really important to us. You know, those are, there are memories tied to these things. You know, memories you can't exactly buy back. So it's just like, really bad. But... After that now, I'm going to be touching on something a little bit better, a little bit more uplifting that I want to discuss, which is another Minecraft story, but it's one that is so much better on what can happen when kids can come together and do something really, really special. But before that, I'm going to hop into a little bit of music from Neo with This Independent, and I'll be back with you in a few moments. Love her. And we are back. Welcome back, everyone, to the Sunday Gaming Show. We've been talking a little bit about parenting a Minecraft and just parenting in general of what not to do to punish the kids, where it's like this parent who deleted uh, their kid's Minecraft well they've worked on it for a whole year... And it led to the kid basically refusing to eat, was really depressed. It was just something you should never, ever do as a parent. But we're going to talk something a little bit more now about something a little bit more positive that's happened in gaming. Now, this is another post only about a couple of days after that one I discussed earlier in the hour uh, happened, which was shared around. And this is to do with... uh, What's referred to as uh, quarantines, those uh, uh, parents who are having to deal with uh, teenagers at the moment who are, of course, stuck at home because, you know, there's no school at the moment, there's all the rest. And this uh, all follows on from uh, this tale here. So this is basically um, a mum who's put this into a Facebook group, which is then shared onto Reddit. And I'm just going to run through this uh, whole story again like I did with the one earlier on because this thing, it was really uplifting for me to read, especially after what I discussed earlier on, which is... My 15-year-old son has spent every second of his free time during this pandemic, hanging out online, playing video games with his friends. He started by ranking up to the elite tiers of Apex Legends. I'm told this is quite a feat. Honestly, I believe it, because it took him and his friends six hours a day for a week to rank that high. So I'm just going to break away from that too. Elite tiers of Apex Legends is very much the very high tier. To reach that level, that takes a lot of dedication and a lot of skill as well, so uh, her son and his friends, they really do dedicate. Something. That is a very good sign of stuff in the future because to have that level of discipline, that level of focus, that's good for the future to see what he can do. Could even go to esports in the future, we'll have to wait and see. After that came Sea of Thieves. He joined up with more friends and sailed the digital oceans until piracy lost its shine. Also, when two friends started arguing in game. Again, a very good thing for the lad to do. He, he could see this promise, so he took the time out to get away from toxicity. Again, very aware, very heads of this looks to be quite a mature head on young shoulders. Then, to follow on then, two nights ago they made a plan to meet up as a big group on Fortnite. None of them really play Fortnite much anymore because the crowd is a little younger. But they want to, didn't want to work too hard on playing, they just wanted to hang out. Last night, six of them met up again on Fortnite to hang out and play. They were goofing off, doing stupid teenager stuff, when they met a solo player named Jam Master. Sometimes if they meet solo players that are pretty chill they'll join forces. Jam Master seemed pretty young but he was by himself and they were having fun showing him what they knew about the game. They invited him to join their crew so they all worked together and played online. Pretty soon they discovered that their first impressions were correct. Jam Master was much younger than they were, only 10 years old. They also discovered that it was his birthday in the morning. The boys realised the Jam Master had been hanging out by himself all night online on the eve of his 11th birthday, which he wouldn't be spending by himself because of quarantine so he would be all alone for his 11th birthday. Clearly something had to be done. They went and threw him an 11th birthday party. They took him on a bunch of adventures, gave him all the loot they could, helped him win a few battles and made his stay up until midnight so they could all sing happy birthday to him. This morning, as my son told me about their adventures and all the fun they had, I started to cry. I was trying to say something like, oh, that's so nice, but tears just started spilling down my cheeks. He couldn't understand why, but can you imagine the disappointment of being quarantined for your 11th birthday only to be met by a random six-pack of teenage gamers who decide that you're awesome and want to throw you a birthday party? So that is the story. That is just, wow. You know, that is something really, really special. That's something that gaming can do. It's such a huge, powerful thing where you have this whole... Uh, just social aspect, you know, it's something I'm very proud of as a gamer when uh, I see these events happen. And for a 15 year old kid, you know, that is, you know, that is very young, but this kid is so mature from what I've seen. For the discipline of getting to those elite tiers, from backing out from playing Sea of Thieves, knowing that there was toxicity going between a couple of friends and he wants to just remove himself from that, that's a very, very early sign of a good maturity there. But then to do something like that, can you imagine that? Poor 10 year old, now 11 knowing that it's his birthday, but nothing can be done. He's stuck at home with his parents and maybe siblings, and he's just playing Fortnite, just to try to forget the fact that he's not going to be having a big party the next day, which may have been planned months before, and all that kind of stuff. It's just, yeah, to actually do something like that. And then to help him out, to celebrate, to play with him, just to welcome him in, because sometimes young kids, they are referred to as squeakers. You know, I've called kids squeakers because sometimes they can be ones where they are kids, and they can be quite immature and can really grate on you when you're playing a game. But sometimes they can be really chill and they do enjoy the time. And it's just something so, so special to see that being done. So, to that kid out there, well done. Fantastic. That is something I'm so proud of reading about and saying I'm proud to say as a gamer, this is what gaming can do. So, that is a great example. It's just maybe smart. So, sometimes out of Minecraft, you can get that kind of good stuff because this stuff does happen in Minecraft as well. You have young kids who are learning the game and they then have older siblings or friends or just people they've met randomly online who give them a hand you know who are a little bit older then it's just yeah such a great thing to see so with that i'm going to hop into our next double decker special featuring a little bit of running keating with life as a roller coaster followed by how can we be lovers from michael bolton and i'll be back with you in a few moments
4: pure west radio's sunday gaming show is proudly sponsored by mags optics harford west you can also visit us at our sister branch tembi optics in deer park tembi
2: Pembrokeshire County Council Daily Updates on Pure West Radio have the latest information for Pembrokeshire residents on the current coronavirus pandemic in our county. They are broadcast every day at 9am, 12pm and 3pm before the latest Pembrokeshire news. The PCC Daily Update podcast is also available via purewestradio.com. For more information on how the local authority can support you during COVID-19, please visit pembrokeshire.gov.uk. Last year, Patch gave toys to over 950 children. Listen every Wednesday at 5.40 to the Patch update to find out the latest news with our chosen charity of the year, here on Pure West Radio. At KO Carpets, you know quality is assured. We've been your local family-run business for over 40 years. We're widely recognized as Pembrokes' leading supplier of domestic and contract flooring. We provide full end-to-end service, free measures and estimates, free delivery and free fitting by our professional team of highly skilled fitters. Come and see us at Vine Road, Johnston, or drop us an email, sales at kocarpets.com. We're a knockout at flooring.
4: There are many things a mother can pass on to her baby. Her smile, her eye colour, and her immunity to whooping cough. Hooping cough is a very dangerous illness for young babies and at the moment it's spreading fast. A simple vaccination during your pregnancy can help to protect your baby in their first weeks. Please speak to your GP, nurse or healthcare professional and pass on your immunity.
1: PureWestRadio.com. This is Pure West Radio.
6: i e
3: And we are back. That was Michael Bolton there with How Can We Be Lovers If You Can't Be Friends. Before that was and Keating with Life Is A Roller Coaster. So then, we've been talking a little bit about uh, parenting and Minecraft and also a little bit more of an uplifting story as well of a bunch of teenagers who helped a young 11-year-old lad enjoy his birthday in isolation after randomly coming across him in the middle of a Fortnite game. So if you've missed all that, that will be up on the podcast a little bit later on today if you want to catch up on anything that was missed from the show for this afternoon. Now, then, we're going to be talking a little bit about Fortnite again, but also about uh, how many gamers they've had and them having a big concert over the last weekend. So on Friday and then on Saturday in a uh, re-showing, they had a big concert featuring Steve Aoki, Dylan Francis and Deadmau5 all showing off in a live event. So this thing that they're doing very well now, Minecraft, they've done quite a few of these big events, we had Marshmallow being one of the very first and we think we had, we had another one I'm trying to the name it was last time, it was uh, yeah, Travis Scott and Diplo were the other ones who did this in recent times as well, so we're starting to hit that thing now where Minecraft is expanding beyond the whole just uh, gaming side of these, because it very much is, a lot of people have moved away from Minecraft in recent times, because it very much is now more one for the much younger generation, so you do get the odd professional players who still play quite a lot, but in general it very much is a much younger uh, player population, but there are still 350 million players who use uh who play Fortnite across all the platforms. So it really does still have a very, very strong following And as a result, they've been celebrating with these concerts. So it'd be curious to see what does happen now in the next year or so as we go through, after the pandemic and all the rest, what other things will come soon to uh Fortnite? Will we start watching the NFL on things like or watching football games? You know, will there be stuff like with the Rugby World Cups? You know, what is gonna be the future of this uh, whole gaming platform so with that we're going to hop into our final uh track of this hour, which is going to feature a bit of share with if i could turn back time which always makes you think of the second deadpool film and gives me one heck of a bit of a giggle so i'll be back with you after this it'll be the news the weather and of course the covid19 update from pempshire county council so all that and more coming very very soon enjoy the music
6: I couldn't have it deep inside Words are like wherefores